Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Show here on Buzzing Patia, the show where we talk about things that are happening right here, right now, as well as general news, tips, information and advice. Now, welcome back to part two of what is a fantastic interview. Now, if you missed part one, the link is in the description below. Go back, check it out. We spoke to Brian about life in the bars and about all these things that he's had to deal with as he's overcome coming here with just 30,000 bar in his pocket. Now with 25 bars and more he's got a little well, I was going to say they're up your sleeve but you've got no sleeves on so I can't say he's got a few other things up his sleeve um, but there's a lot more to Brian than what meets the eye however before I let you go away from the bar scene I want to ask you a question is in the bars what's the craziest thing you've ever seen in the bar uh, I've been thinking about that for 10 minutes <laughs> and I can't think of anything that I, um, I, I should say online <laughs> well do you remember the guy that uh, yeah. got up to no good in Soy City went national didn't it yeah what happened was it's the, the Thais always look for a song fan scandal yeah and, and this guy happened to be doing something to a lady yeah on the front of the bar and the lady opposite who's always had an agenda against us what she used to do she used to take videos and put them on the forums Thai oh, forums okay. to try and attack Toy Box they yeah. had the clansman um, I mean um, Jack Tar, sorry and she managed to get this uh, video viral because yeah. Ty's love a, yeah. a scandal they, it's normally some 15 year old or it's some ladyboy or someone it's not normally a Frank and a Ty so it's a per- perfect storm for them yeah and he's and still then, here now isn't he I see, see him cycling yeah. around and, and uh, here it was on New York Times it was on a China <laughs> web uh, news Russia <laughs> I was getting all these links everywhere <laughs> and then I got a phone call the army and police are coming from Bangkok for this one so wow. we had to deal with it. Um, I mean, when, when you got that, that phone call, the army and the police are on their way. I mean, how did you feel? Well, I, I know the way around it. So we, we put things into place and got it sorted before they arrived. Right. That's okay. the best way of dealing with things. Okay. If you have a problem here, just speak to a friend that works at the police station and just hand yourself in mm. and get him to um, okay. process you before someone else bigger does. Oh, okay. So okay. They, they give you the minimum instead of getting the maximum. Right. I won't oh. say the word bribe. But, <laughs> no, but, we but, don't do bribes here. That that's absolutely doesn't happen. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Just is that a bit yourself. like saying that sex in Thailand doesn't happen either? Because that's illegal, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's illegal, but don't you're not allowed to do it. Yeah. No, yeah. So we'll, we'll leave that one there. Um, now, one of the things I want to ask you about, and we get asked quite a few times, is, you know, we see the glory side, okay? So those people that have never run a bar here, they see this guy surrounded by beautiful women, living the life, drinking himself to oblivion, night after night after night. I mean, let's go past that visual aspect, and let's talk about the reality. What is it really like to run a bar here? Well, for me, I ran a bar for eight months and then I think Nightwish was about, Nightwish bar was about nine months. Mm-hmm. But because I'm an introvert and I, I, you know, it's, it's tough for me to be around people, sometimes I feel like I'm agoraphobic and you know, I, I have like bouts of depression and things like that and maybe anxiety. But most of the time I'm fine because if I'm, if I'm doing business and I'm buying bars and being productive, all of that goes away. So when I was running the bar, I ended up drinking every day because it's the only way I could face people just to like socialise. Most of my family are the same. So I was just drinking from the time I got there to the end. And it was just so much fun. I do actually love seeing people and I, we had such a good laugh. But at the same time, you're having to deal with problems all the time from customers and then 
you know, it can get really boring. It was always busy when I was there because we had like three, three managers at one point, including me. But when a manager's on his own, there can be many, many hours of just doing nothing. And you've just got problems with the gills every day and you've got problems all over the place. But the good thing about Nightwish Group is that we support the managers heavily. They don't have to deal with the police. They don't have to deal with landlords. We can help with the gills. We recruit for them, and that's the big issue for is recruitment. And then we find new cashiers and we train them up. In terms of the girls, I mean, one of the questions I'd like to, to understand is, you know, I'm, some, I'm sure those of you watching, you know, we all have a day when the missus is having a bad day, you know, and normally it's once a month. I mean, how do you deal with the girls? Because you might be surrounded by 20 or 30 girls at one time. I mean, what's it like to interact with that amount of many of girls in, in, one, in one particular venue? Well, uh, what we do is managers have meetings maybe once a week or sometimes more if there's problems. And then I, when a manager first starts, I always say, please talk through the cashier. Okay. And the cashier can filter it because some guys are a bit aggressive or they, they're st too straight talking mm. and they might lose people's face. So I always say, like, talk to the cashier. That's the default answer. And of course, as we get to know the guys, then we, you know, it's okay if they're a happy type of person. Some guys are happy, some guys are too serious with the girls. Mm. So we, we use the Tizer's filter and then Bag also comes to the to the general to the meetings as well. Bag's the general manager. General, yeah. And then we've got a manager a head manager of cashiers and head manager of recruiters. And then we have head manager of security. So there's a lot of meetings and there's probably two, three hundred groups um, okay. you know, on Facebook and Line. It's just crazy. I'm in about fifty or sixty Facebook groups. Right. And it, it seems slower, but the communication is much faster because otherwise you're going back and forth all the time. Okay. And I mean, you mentioned about problems, etc. And, and I'm going to say this to you. And uh, I, I, look, I look at you. I mean, you're a friend of mine. I've known you a long, long time. So, you know, I don't have any issues. But you are like Marmite in terms of you either get loved or you get hated. And you do get a lot of hate, don't you? I mean, there's a lot of people constantly at you. I mean, I mean, what kind of effect does all that have on you? And what do you, what, I mean, how do you feel about this constant hate? Um, compared to YouTubers, I, I, I get barely anything, but I just see it as part of, um, you know, just just becoming successful. The, the, the haters years ago were because they got banned on the forum. Mm. And maybe I don't log on the forum for a month sometimes because I just go in the back end, but I still get blamed for people getting banned. <laughs> So when there's a problem in one of our bars, like a guy's um, sponsored a girl and she's come and rang the bar for one of our managers, they not only hate the manager, they hate the group, and mm. then the group, hate they hate me. So I think some people feel um, intimidated, some people feel like you know he's living the dream and I'm in my mom's basement. I've never, I've never met a rich, successful hater and it's, it's normally people that have never met me and mm. a guy was sending us abuse the other day saying that we're pimps and the gills are locked up and I just said to him, the gills aren't locked up, I said they get a salary. Mm. I just replied to him on email and I said to him like if you, if you keep like going on all our Facebooks making problems you're going to make them suffer and in the end he apologised so the problem in life is that people get a very small snippet of data People say all sorts of strange things like, oh, he's money laundering. Anyone that knows me in person 
and I can't be sat on YouTube, knows why money laundering isn't really a thing in Pattaya. Mm -hmm. And okay, some Chinese people might store their money in, in property and things, but money laundering, people used to say to me that such, a, such and such go-go's are doing it. And I used to say, yeah, they're definitely money laundering. But now I know all these go-go's and I know the way the town works. I, I know um, this guy who said to me, about money laundering one day and I said to him so what do you what do you look for and he says well we look for com we look for companies in Europe we don't want companies in Thailand so anyway um, what was the original question again <laughs> you're talking it's about, it's about dealing with haters and about how they oh, don't yeah. understand yeah that's you. it yeah yeah we diversified so, a little bit there but not to worry <laughs> yeah so the haters it, it's never not it's never nothing that I expected to be you know I know my weaknesses it's always like Oh, he's full of himself because, like, the way I write sometimes. But I feel like, should I write underconfidently? Mm. I've missed out on a lot of deals before because I don't like to lie to people and say, "Yeah, I'll make it work." I'll say, "I think I can do it," and I'll, I'll try. And then, but they go with a confident person. Mm. So when I write, I try to write like I I know what I'm talking about, and I've had a lot of experience. But sometimes maybe I. I don't convey how much experience I've given, like not enough examples. So Sorry, cool. a, a good thing about haters is that that's the reason why I am who I am today. Because sometimes people have written stuff about me. The biggest one is um, money laundering and then selling drugs. The funny thing is, if we sold drugs in our bar, it would be on every Facebook group in the whole town. There'd be evidence. Our managers would know, our staff would know our girls would know that none of these things happen mm. the money the, the people say that i rob in my investors all of my investors are in town you know like mm. quite often there's six guys and seven including me so we don't take investment loans off people i put an advert up once and we had two guys apply and they wanted control of the company i just said no like that's two million baht it's not even going to buy us a bar so the good thing about haters is that they they make me like more motivated to buy more bars. Sometimes, literally, like someone's been attacking me online. I, I never know who these guys are. Sometimes it's one guy with many profiles. Yeah, yeah. The, the haters I've had recently was was nothing to do with me. It was because um, I sponsored a YouTuber, and these guys said they're all going to attack me until I I take off um, if I stop sponsoring this YouTuber. And I don't like bullies. Mm. So the only reason why I stuck through all that is I don't like people bullying people. But anyway, that's another story. So when I when I get attacked sometimes I'm I'm angry with like and I'm thinking these guys want me to fail. There's there's one guy out there and he's literally he spends his whole life trying to attack me. Mm. And and like you know it's sad, isn't it really? It is sad and I feel sorry for him. All he has to do is just message me and I'll help him yeah. in some way. And I've said to him before, I've messaged him, I've said, well, why? Like, he says, oh, it's just a laugh. I said, it's not a laugh when I'm getting messages all day. When you attack someone well-known like me, I get two, three hundred, you know, messages sometimes, or sometimes I get five messages. And then I'm trying to explain to people, you know, what the thought process is in this guy's head. And then I just try and explain why these guys are doing things like that. But when I get really angry, I've sometimes just gone in the car and I've gone down Soy 6 and places and I'm phoning landlords and I'm right, I want another bar. And I found two bars on the back of someone attacking me. So when I had a forum and the other forum was attacking me, 
instead of attacking back like the other forums did, I've said every time they annoy me, I'm going to make one more page, I'm going to make one more YouTube video, Brilliant. I'm going to get more links. Brilliant. So when when guys attack me online, it's like right, I'm going to go, I'm going to buy more things, I'm going to prove to them that I'm more successful, I'm going to make this company three times stronger. It's never been about money for me. I, I never came to Thailand for money, but I learned very quickly, the more money I make, the more people I can employ, mm -hmm. yeah. and then I can open businesses, and then I can give, give good people jobs. Mm. I have people around me all the time, and I think, instead of like um, finding a person for your role, you build a role around the, com around the person. Mm. So as I get to know people, I find a role that they're suited to. And, and, and that's one of the things with AJ, is that I wanted to get involved in the news a few times and I knew AJ would be perfect for it. So that's why I started um, for Thai News with, in a partnership with AJ. So you've jumped the gun there. See, he knew, he knew that I was going to talk to him about this. Because, uh, and I, will, I do want to talk about it because it's something which uh, you've created uh, fairly recently and it's, it's a really good website. So let's jump forward then. Patia News. I mean, the link will be in the description below, but if you're looking for a go-to website where it's all about the news, everything that's happening out here, uh, you know, tell, tell me about the Paddy News. I mean, where did that come from and, and what's the plans with that? So AJ was a bar manager for Former for four years in Sex and the City, and I, I've seen a, a lot of the problems he was having, and I, I just knew that you know, he, he couldn't sustain it much longer. So we spoke a few times, and. AJ's always said, you know, what a good writer is, and he enjoys doing it, and he enjoys attention, and he enjoys um, helping people. So I said, why don't we do Bataille News? And then we started Bataille News, and we just started like, um, I think he was rewriting stuff and doing the odd thing here and there. And then I, I got introduced to a, a, some um, news team, and we started um, buying syndicate stuff. And because it came in Thai and it was, and it was ours to keep, mm -hmm. I said, let's do a, 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 thai, a thai News. Sure, yeah. Everyone in the media game said to me, you can't do Thai, it's impossible, you're a Farang, it's not possible. But I say, it's, it is possible. Other companies did it wrong. Like the Thai people, they had the Thai on the website, and I said, you need to have everything separate. Mm -hmm. We've got separate teams, everything's marketed separately, separate websites for everything. So I said, if we've got the Thai news in English, we can do it in Thai, mm -hmm. because we're, still, we're paying for the Thai and then we're translating it. So that's why I had both. And then we've been investing in hard, hard in both of them heavily, growing the teams. And then recently we realized that the only way to make money from the news to, to actually get more staff was to do national news. Okay. So when I started, when we started TPN uh, National, we, we were in the same situation. We were having stuff from Bangkok, from our news guys in Bangkok. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay then, let's make the Bangkok news in Thai. So now we've got four websites, um, three YouTube channels, and we've got um, various groups. We've got a group and page for each one. Well, it's never a dull moment, is there? You're always on the go. <laughs> no, there isn't, but we, we're trying to monetize that. We're losing 90,000 a month right. right now, and I'm paying all my staff 100%. We've got 10 staff and about 30 part-time, just to, if you include a syndicate. Mm. So we're, we're just pushing ahead and we're giving everyone more work. We're doing review pages for ties as well. 
that's been quite popular. Well, that's good. And and I mean, obviously, you know, the, the link to the to the website will be in the description below. So please take a look, have a look, and check it out. It is a very very good website. Um, so we've gone from the bar world, we've gone to Paddy and News, and now we're going to go to fitness because you you've stepped out into a different genre altogether now, haven't you? You've now got a, a gym. I mean, <laughs> tell us about your gym. Well, I put a post up the other day saying it's been my it's my dream to have a Muay Thai place, and one of the places I used to train at uh, Golden Glory, the the owner just messaged me and just says, you know, I, I want someone good to take care of this, and I think you'll do a good job, and he did me an extremely good deal. Um, I won't name how much I respect for him, but pr pretty much um, he did it. We did it in like eight hours. Right. He messaged me and then he's a business guy, he sent me a contract, kept on sending it back, by like 11 o'clock at night, everything was agreed upon, next day I said, let's see the lawyer, the lawyer's like, oh I'm busy today, I said please, like today yeah. it has to be, Yeah. it has to be 24 hours, I do this with the bars all the time, I say to guys, if you want to buy a bar, like it will literally take me hours, or 24 hours, I've done it, I've done it so many times like that. Well brilliant, fair play to you, so you've... Diversified now into into gyms and, and is want, that your focus? I wanted to go into a lifestyle business because it's not about money for me. It's about you know the bars is making people happy. There's nothing better than sitting in a bar when when a, a newbie comes. You know they're like a divorced guy. Sure, yeah. And when I used to do the bar calls, divorced guys used to come over and just seeing them in like X Zone for the first time and. <laughs> We used to show them the ropes, and if you know oh, what I mean. Oh yeah, and now the reason we're laughing is because if you never, if you never experienced X Zone, you missed out. But yeah, I think we'll, we'll leave X Zone where it is. Yeah, so seeing seeing guys like having their best time ever—that's what I love, and that's why I love being in. Yeah, I, you know, expat bands isn't so appealing for me. I need to see the guys just like loving it. Yeah. I just love to see guys just feel free. You mean going out and picking his jaw up off the table and say, "This is real." Like, yeah, it's like it's just like they thought life was over after yeah. divorce, and then they've come here, yeah. and and next minute they're like a teenager again. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, we could talk for hours and hours about it. I mean, it is an amazing city, and, and I want to kind of come to a conclusion now of our interview, and, and uh, I want to finish on. Not the negative side of things, but I want to think about the positive, the future. You know, right now we're in the depths of COVID. You know, everywhere you walk around, Walking Street's on its backside, it's completely closed. LK Metro and Soibakawa are both struggling. There's talk about Soy 7 and Soy 8 are never going to return, you know. And, and I've walked around these soys myself and I've said openly, you know, look at this, it's just, you know, the devastation is incredible. Last question for you, Brian, is. What do you see the future of Patea? How is it going to change? Let's say the flights are open, COVID's gone. How do you see this city recovering? I think um, it's going to come back fast and hard with momentum. And I look, I'm looking at businesses around town and I just don't have the money. And I could, even if I did, it would be disrespectful to our staff who some of them aren't getting paid a full amount. So the only deals I can pick up now is just free or using my leverage that I'll pay later. Mm -hmm. So the way I feel it's going to be is there's going to be a huge momentum of people coming and I'm hoping that momentum will last quite a while. But one thing that people don't realise about live streaming is, is that maybe 80% of our customers have never been here. Mm -hmm. wow. So we're, we're going to have, I don't know, it could be millions, like, you know, 100,000. I don't know how many live streams are going on right now. Someone asked me the other day, there's probably 100 live streams going on in town. 
our live streams are all clean and legal. There's other live streams where they they they're uh, not, mm-hmm. but that's not going to add much value later, I don't think. But we're on YouTube and Facebook, and we're some we had one bar and it had 1.2 million people on it. Okay, they wow. It it went viral in a country somewhere, yeah. and it was just insane. We had an extra 10,000 followers in an hour, and we don't want that situation because. We, no one can get any attention and drinks aren't being bought. So normally it's less than 100 online, sometimes 12, less than 100 is perfect. But let's say that, you know, there's a couple of million people that have seen it and maybe 1% will come here. Okay. You know, it's just... I so in a way then live stream could possibly be helping? I think it definitely is because um, we've been talking to guys that have never been here, which is a challenge because they don't understand what's going mm, on. Sure. One guy was saying, you know, you're keeping some of the money. I thought it was for her. I said, yeah, but we're in Thailand. Like, if you come to the bars, they've got a room above, they've got aircon, and we're paying salaries right now. And I don't think we're doing any severe cuts at the moment because there's no customers. And we've got the challenge of trying to bring new deals in you imagine being a new guild and you're being told you've got to sit in a room with 30 guilds, at, 10 guilds that know each other and start dancing online, you know, a lot of guilds are worried about that. Yeah, it must be intimidating. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. very hard bringing new guilds in when there's no customers to practice with. It's very difficult for Have them to learn Have you seen my English. dancing? <laughs> All right, You're well welcome. that's good. So, <laughs> yeah. so the future of Patia, in, in your, in your uh, estimation, is we're okay. I think it's going to be better than before, but people think that I'm too positive, but I have to be mentally because, you know, right now one of the biggest problems with COVID is mental health, you know, I'm seeing people that have never had problems before breaking down, Mm. I'm seeing people, one of my mates topped himself and there's a few more other people I worry about and I've had depression in the past Mm. and some days I just start getting anxious about money. I think, where's my next bit of money coming from? How yeah. am I going to pay my bills? And then I get depressed. And then the other day when I had this gym, you know, well, I had the gym, I was just, I was just high and happy and mm. nothing yeah. could hurt me. And, and the next day it's just like more bad news. And then, you know, all these deals are falling through that I'm trying to put together on, on a shoelace. So I want to ask you one last question and I just want one word answer. What month? Do you think everything will be back to normal? What month? Um, April. April. Well, there you go. So, fingers crossed that Brian is absolutely right, because if he is, I'll be delighted, and I'm sure you guys will be, because I know so many of you are itching to get over here. Um, Brian, I just want to say thank you for what has been a fantastic two interviews here. Um, the, the information and stuff you've shared has been brilliant. I really can't say thank you enough. It's been fantastic. I hope you guys watching this video have enjoyed it because I certainly haven't. I just want to say thank you thank very you. much. It's been thank brilliant. you for having me. I'll come uh, back if you want It's been too. brilliant, been brilliant. All right, guys, so that's it here on the Coffee Chat on Buzzing Patia. Please remember to hit the subscribe button and also hit the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when we bring out a new video. And don't forget, hit up the Telegram group because it's all there, it's all happening. Lots of chat, lots of photos, videos, etc, etc. Alright, so that's it for on behalf of Brian and myself here on the Buzzing Patio team. Thank you very much for watching. Please, wherever you are in the world, stay safe.